Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I love it. You get me jacked up for the WBC. Oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> Baseball is not boring because of celebrations. And we haven't seen a celebration the likes of what I saw in Buenos Aires, Argentina, um, ever, ever. And maybe that was because of the drone shot, Coop. I don't know. Maybe that was because of the drone shot. It was a, the aerial view. That was a good drone shot. Aerial views make everything look better. <laughs> it's science. It's a fact. It's just a proven fact. Yeah. Uh, I, so I don't know if the WBC. BC will have that, but well, there you go. See, this is what baseball has been missing: more drone shots. Although they did do that going through uh, the Chicago. Yeah, a couple stadiums have done it. Chicago, Fenway did it, but there was nobody there. I mean, this is like this is if you, what you have to have is when, like, for instance, do they do it for a parade for the the championship parade, like in Houston? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, don't see, you don't know. So probably, I feel like not. that would be like an FAA type issue. What, what, what do you think? There's, there's no regulations in Argentina. Actually, I take that back. There might yeah, be. walk that back real quick. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, the reason why we say this is because the World Cup just happened, and everyone was very, very excited about the great game of soccer. And the, in, I said this all along that you cannot compare anything to the emotions to what suck what that sport means to these countries that were involved in that and how impactful it was to those players and to those fans there is no correlation with anything in our world here in the united states which is fine but what we can do is we can take what we have and the semblance of of international competition and having usa across our chest and and say 
yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe we'll win. And by the way, with baseball, you actually might win. Compared to soccer, you probably have no chance. Well, fortunately, Coop, we do have the your favorite thing in the planet, even though you're just dabbling into it for the first time. The World Baseball Classic. Yes, correct. Yes. Oh, correct. Correct. Okay. It, it, it is my World Cup. I <laughs> Play, play with your feet, with your balls, whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, do the stick and ball method of, you know, conquering the world. That's, that's what I like to do. When did you, when did you first fall in love with the WPC Coop? Um, I will say my first like memory of like international baseball would have been the 2004 Olympics uh, in Australia. Like that's I like I have a vivid memory of myself like in my family's like living room watching that. Um, unfortunately, they did away with that. I believe like right after having you baseball. Sure yeah. Um, but as far as WBC, the last one when in college, um, I had a Jewish roommate who I believe he lived in Israel for a bit, so he was really riding high when Israel kind of showed up and proved that they can play ball with the big countries. Well, by, but, by the way, when you say showed up, they literally showed up. They get the opportunity to show up. Yeah, they just they just popped in and were like, you guys mind if we have this extra slot? That, that um, was, uh, like, Dude Duquette was the GM of that team, I believe. So, Oh, wow. I didn't know that. But yeah. we got we got yeah. Ian Kinsler now coaching. Yeah, well, so hey, a spoiler alert. Okay, so on this podcast, this is basically the WBC hype reel. And I feel like it's a good time to do it because everyone's so excited about what is next in international competition. And sure enough, what is next is the baseball tournament, the WBC, which is going to be taking place in March. So as uh, because baseball is in boring podcasts, uh, TM has uh, has rights to make everybody excited more than any other thing, then that's what we're going to do. We're going to get ahead of the curve when it comes to WEC keep the momentum going from the World Cup. And we're going to do that with this sort of hype podcast. Fortunately, we have people who actually mean something besides us who can can basically say things that will get you excited to actually watch the WBC and care about the WBC. And those three people who are on this podcast after we do our little ditty here it are Adam Jones, who, if you remember, the last time they played, made, did something cool. Did something really cool, right? He caught a ball in uh, in the most extraordinary of circumstances. He caught a ball, but he caught the ball with team with USA across his chest. He'll talk about that. He'll talk when you hear Adam Jones, you'll be ready to run through a wall for the WBC. Then I talked to the USA manager Mark DeRosa, and once again, he's saying. Dig in, everybody. Dig in. This is a whole new world when it comes to the World Baseball Classic. And all you have to do is look at the rosters to see that. And then finally, your aforementioned Team Israel manager, Ian Kinsler, who obviously played uh, had a good career in the major leagues. I talked to him about that dynamic, where he's coming from, how he's going to manage, how he's going to lead Team Israel to the, the the championship game and the trophy and all of that. Put, oh, well, put your money, if you want to win some money. Listen, I like Ian Kinsler. I like Ian Kinsler, but Team USA has taken home the title. Well, you should have saved your pick. You should have saved your pick. So anyway, uh, all good interviews, all coming up. But you were you were saying about this. You every chance you got, you were saying, "I can't wait for the WBC. It's going to be so awesome. I can't wait." We were at the All Star Game, and I was saying it. I know. It's like you. It's going to be so super. I'm going to go. It's going to be awesome. I'm like, oh, that's super coop. That's great. <laughs> I will say this, coop, and I may have said this to you before. I remember distinctly the I did a podcast. 
before Alex Cora became uh, part of any major league baseball coaching staff. He wasn't, he, he was, I think, in the media. Oh, actually, it was leading, I, I know when it was, it was leading into when he was a GM for Team Puerto Rico. So I think it was right before he hooked on with Houston. And I said, dude, I actually said this to him, dude, listen, the WBC overrated. It just, it's a thing. It's getting away. It's not, it's not a perfect timing for the baseball season. Guys are getting hurt. The guys don't want to play. It, it's an overrated thing. And I think a lot of people felt that before and after. During the WBCs, you would always have the, this is um, the national sports writers. People don't understand. This is awesome. This is the best. Well, you know, I can say this, Coop. It wasn't what it is going to be because you didn't have the rosters that you did. You didn't have the players. You had so many players who didn't want to play because it was just science. The guys were getting hurt left and right. But you, you can't argue with how much guys want to play now and look at these rosters. And so you couple actual the best talent in each of these countries playing the great game of baseball with the enthusiasm, which we are starved for. Yeah, I'll buy what you're cooking. All right. Or whatever. Thank you. You're cooking. Thank you. I'm, I'm just happy to have you on board. This isn't a I told you so. This is a this is arms wide open. Come on in for the hug. We're all Team USA here. We're Team WBC. And I mean, as of this is coming out on what today's the the 20th so as of yesterday Clayton Kershaw you know guy that's going to end up in the Hall of Fame probably a generational pitcher announced that he's gonna he's gonna do a little ditty out there on the mound for us so I'm if if that is your ace out there and it's tough to say that he's the ace because there's some other names on there Adam Wainwright to join him the ace Who's the ace? Who would you say is the ace for Team USA? The roster, but I can tell you he's not the ace. I mean, I can I can tell you right now who we got for our yeah, team. So what, it's interesting because another example of how guys are buying in to we'll figure out how to play, how to not only play in this tournament and then get through a major league baseball season. Because Coop, I can tell you that you know it was it was so flawed in the way that guys were getting particularly pitching. I remember going through doing the exercise of guys who pitched in the WBC of ending up having crappy years. But nobody, as you said, as Kershaw is the latest example, nobody cares about that anymore. Nobody, they just want to, they want to win one for the country. And it might help that it's his last, possibly his last year. He hasn't announced that it's his retirement. Wainwright also possibly in his last year. So they might want to, you know, ride off into the sunset with quite the story and being able to have that WBC trophy to boot. Um, so I'm glad that they're all linking up, but you also have what Mookie bets on the team. You also have, I don't know. What Trout's announced judge. I'm not sure if he's announced Bobby Witt jr. A young talent going to be playing third base alongside. Um, who do we got over there? Nolan Arenado. It's going to be a good time. Yeah. I mean the, you know, I think that I I think DeRosa might've said this. you're going to have to stay tuned and listen, but he said, once Trout was announced, once Trout came in, that was a sort of the sign that, okay, everybody, come on in. The best it's player okay. in the game is playing. The water's the water warm. fine. Let's go. I think that was the biggest thing. In, in, I also hope that it kind of opens it up for, I know other, other teams they've been like Dominican the year prior, they had a lot of big names or not the year prior, but the, the tournament prior, like Manny Machado was on that roster when Manny Machado's stock was all time high. 
and like that's one way to kind of get everyone to be comfortable with playing and you know you don't have to play all out but you can at least play and have fun and like wait, you know wait, show wait, people wait, it's a good time and you don't have to play all out either you play or you don't I mean, you can play like it's the all-star, or not like the all-star game, because that is not all out at all. But I mean, like you can at least like in the qualifying rounds, like you, you just do like your your thing when you're out there. I would imagine, you know, you'd eventually hopefully get it to the point where you're at the, you know, a World Cup type level. I mean, you have, you what we just are in the World Cup, people are saying are the best games of soccer ever played. And then these guys are just going to go back. I mean, in the middle of it, um, Ronaldo, he signed a contract for like three. What is it? You can say that all you want, but he's making a hundred thousand, a hundred million dollars a year now. I know a lot about soccer. He's all about that footy action. But, but so you said like this, the the one thing is these guys are going to play out from all out from day one. And you bring up the point of before all these guys from the Dominican and certainly team Japan and Puerto Rico, and they all were going to play. This was non-negotiable. So when teams were trying to stiff arm these guys from playing, they're like, no, nah, I'm playing because they, they knew how much it meant. The WBC up until really, I think that since Team USA finally won, like up until that, the WBC meant like three times as much to these other countries as these the Team USA team did. That's just a fact. And so, and that's honest. And so, what I was going to get to is like, it's a cool thing because like football football is only played in america it, it, it and everyone likes to like talk about like the top four and which ones are performing better and like markets and everything but it's an undisputable fact basketball probably beats it out but baseball is probably the most global sport of the big four it's just tough to market it and the mlb's finally really coming around on you know making sure that players are noticeable like not just within the u.s market but they're also paying attention to international markets and if you can build baseball up to being a sport where countries are really truly interested in playing the world baseball classic and getting all the hype around it that's how you're going to grow the sport outside the u.s well, that's what, you know that was obviously the plan but i think it took a long time a lot longer than they thought and i think that probably at some at one point they were like this isn't going to work i know that the maybe two iterations of this back that there was there was some grumblings out oh, this isn't going to work because the timing of it never worked the timing of it in and, and, and coop honestly it's still flawed and I think people are just sort of averting their eyes to it where you're going to go out and you're going to go out and play meaningful games and you're not going half speed I apologize for uh, dismissing that notion but they're not going half speed they're playing nine innings where in early March where they never do that and you you have pitchers throwing pitches at at, uh, exertion that you just wouldn't normally do in early March so all of these things, the timing's not great. It, it, that's just a fact. But I think A, they probably have accepted working out beforehand and amping up beforehand and getting ready more beforehand than they did before. And B, I think they probably just prioritize this more than they have in the past. And you know what? Cool. There's going to be more injuries because of it. But I think they're looking at it like, oh, well, we'll figure it out later. Do you, do you think Clayton Kershaw is going to be pumping high 90s or as close as to high 90s as he can nowadays to Team England? Yes, I think, but he wow. gets on the. That's not how these guys operate. It's not like here comes the vaunted straight ball at sixty. I think that, that you guys get to the playoffs and they bump it up a few notches. I think. 
I think like when you're playing July baseball, they're right, not. But, but, but it doesn't matter that when they get to the mound and they're playing with Team USA across your chest and they're on the team and they made the team and they're committed to the team, whether it's Team England or, or you know, or whatever. I mean, Team Dominican. Know, trying to find that range of the worst know. to the I mean, best. It doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. When you get out there, they're going to be trying hard and trying hard in early March isn't usually the norm for these guys. That's, That's yes, the, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that at all. <laughs> and I remember a big thing was that position, forget about pitchers, position players would go out and play nine innings. You would never play nine innings in, in early March, and you would certainly not play nine innings on artificial turf. That was one thing, like, the, the, uh, in 2009, I think it was, Euclid and Pedroia both got hurt, bull out of the gate. One with an oblique and one with something else, um, and other guys were getting hurt. It's just, it's the risk you run, and that's not going away, but I, like, I come back to it i think that people are so jacked up about it and i think trout was a big part of this coup i do for i mean i'm just talking about team usa like the the other teams the other countries they were going to get their guys they they have been for the last couple times yeah team for, by the USA, way Trout was a big one team dr powerhouse i think that's the yeah. only team that might be able to beat the u.s yeah i mean th- this you know the it's it's like you have you would always have the best players. Puerto Rico would have Lindor and Correa and all these guys. There was not even a second thought about them playing where you know, the USA wouldn't usually have that. And, and Adam Jones talks about this is that when you know you win, you got some success. Now, okay, now you have to sort of defend that. Now you, and, and this is a big thing between these guys. All these guys are playing together. And, and I just think it's a bigger deal in the clubhouses than it was before, where everyone else before was like, yeah, I don't really want to play. It's, it's not good for my career. It's not good for my brand. Now, I ask you this question because there was a great documentary out on Netflix. Do you think we'll ever have the day where the WBC gets so big that they're, they're doing a little corruption going on? Or is that what they need well, to get popular? Oh, that was a great documentary. Well, but I think I, mean, I think the MLB needs a little controversy to, to get, little, little get little the eyeballs going. We need a little corruption. Yeah, we need a little corruption. That's I mean, listen, if you want to get the eyeballs, you want to get the views across the world, mm-hmm. you know, you got to inject a little uh, controversy. Well, I do know this is that this hasn't been publicized very well, but I know that there's a group bringing in Barry Larkin's part of this group that's uh, that's going to bring baseball to Kuwait. All right. Well, this is. Uh, I hope. I hope this gets every. I know that you're ready to roll. You're ready to roll for the W. I'm. I'm jacked for this. We got. We got three more months until, and I can't wait. Three more. Is it three more months? Beginning of March. I, I'm already. I'm already on the new year. I'm already on the new year. I'm. I'm past the holidays. We're Grinch mode. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll get you a WBC hat for your for Christmas. How about? That? Oh, I appreciate that. How about a? How about a Team nice, USA? How about a nice Rob Lowe esque USA hat? No, I think if it's going to be Rob Lowe, I've got to have just the WBC logo. <laughs> how about just a picture of a baseball? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the next level. That's what you move on to. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I hope everybody uh, gets ready. Um, and and uh, I look forward to the WBC. I do. So I, I truly do. But I think my my attitude has changed. And after you listen to these guys, your attitude will change, too. I mean, I came away from talking with all three of them. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's go. Get I'm on board with you. Get the baseball going. 
Okay. Put, the, put that on your bumper stickers. I'm on board with Coop. Dot, dot, dot. So here you go. WBC talk. First up, WBC hero Adam Jones. Uh, WBC. Yeah. You played in WBC, correct? Two times. Two times. Um, I remember having this argument with Cora when he was the ma- general manager of, um, of Puerto Rico. I'm like, oh, man. you Because know, I, when I first started covering WBC guys, everyone's getting hurt. Yeah. Right? It was like they were asking guys to play nine innings. Pitchers were getting hurt. They were having a good years. But then you have images like of what you did. And then mm-hmm. give me your take on the WBC. Because people, I think, are getting more jacked up over it than they were like 10 years ago. Well, I think it's, it's similar to the World Cup to where, you know, since America was competitive, in it, people are paying more attention to it. The other countries are paying more attention to it because that's their pride. But obviously in America, we have so many other things that we can divert our attention to. Um, but I think with us, with us winning it in 2017, um, American fans are like, okay, well, it's coming back. We can't wait for it to come back. They're excited for it. And, you know, the team that they've so far on paper that they've constructed, obviously it's going to change health and all yeah. this. Different but they're variables. getting more guys, I feel yeah, like. Right? I think they're going to they're going to build a big roster. It's going to trickle itself down because, you know, certain things are going to happen. Some guys are just, you know, just part of the game. You know, some guys are not going to be able to, to play yeah. due to, you know, either they're sore or this, you know, maybe they get an injury in early spring training and various things. And uh, But I think that the team that's constructed right now by Regans is oof, strong. Really strong. Uh, DeRosa yeah. is, you know, Griffey, you know, obviously DeRosa's being a manager. I mean, they have such a powerful lineup. Um, but but what um, the biggest thing I think is is a need is a necessity is what we did in 2017 that we didn't do that did didn't do in 2013 was we only had three days in 2013 together. I didn't know Stanton. I didn't know Braun. I didn't know Jimmy Rollins' range as a shortstop. I watched it on TV, but I didn't physically know. It. Yeah. I didn't know Brandon Phillips' range. So everybody, we were all unfamiliar with everybody. Then in 2017, we were able to have 10 days with each other. So I got to learn McCutcheon. Who's just moved to right field? I got to learn Yelich. I got to learn my middle infielders. Brandon Crawford was there, and uh, Bregman, Kinsler. I got to learn these guys' range. So it felt like, uh, you know, it felt like I felt really comfortable with these guys because we had a certain amount of time together. So hopefully they do the same thing where they can go to a camp and those guys can have, you know, hopefully two weeks together to just get acclimated to each other's personalities because, you know, it's it's easy to say on paper this is how a team should be, but when you put personalities together and superstar dudes and everybody's ego sometimes egos overthrow each other but when you allow these guys to play to play together with each other it's it, it, like it made us go so much smoother and if you could if you go back and look 2017 out of all the WBCs we played together more smoothly than 13 and then the 9 and the 16 I'm not saying that we were better talented wise but we were more cohesive than those guys because we were we weren't you know more individualized we were because of you guys, do you feel like this has become a thing where people like, hey, listen, like you said, it's more of a World Cup instead of a necessary evil. Like before, like I said, like I don't want to play, I don't want to get hurt. You know, when they first started, there was a ton of that, but now because in large part to you guys, do you feel like, hey, you know what? And you, you, and you can probably speak to it better than anyone. Like how exciting it is when the, when the Dominican won in 2013, and they like throughout the season of 13. Like the Dominican guys that were on the team, they were talking so much shit throughout the league. Like, oh, we're the top in the country. We're the top in the world. We're the top. And I think that it just made uh, everybody. You got on a staff shirt. Yeah. How you got on a staff shirt? 
<laughs> but after they won in 2013, they just went by talking so much shit to every single person, and and like you just felt that, you know. And I've known Nelson Cruz really well, and when he came to us in 14, he just you know had to just like, oh hey, we, we, Dominicans got a, a hand up on you guys, we got an arm up on you guys now, you know. And with Manny, you know, promoting the Dominican dude, so I just had in my ear, I had a bunch of dudes just just wearing me out, and you know, it passed a message along to my guys on Team USA. It was like, look at this pride, you know, let's let's go represent our country. Obviously, we're a bigger country, and it's a different circumstances, you know. And you know, I was rooting for Puerto Rico at the same time because what happened with the hurricane. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a bit like that was great for them to make it to the finals for their country. Like there were so many really good positive things out of that. But at the end of the day, it was about pride, yeah. and everybody pulled. Everybody they they came out and they supported. Oh, man, you know? that catch, that catch, oh, that catch. That catch was, that catch was great. That catch was like. Put it, put it, Ray, Ray, give me a power ranking of. Uh, of catches where's Get it rang well obviously the, like, the Willie Mays' catch no, no. situation oh, oh no I was going to say yeah. for you but oh. Willie, oh, yeah. Willie Mays' catch situation that situation he has to be number one for the situation World Series Adam Jones Matthews. number two Gary Matthews Jr okay I don't care what you said that's, I think I think individualized individualized just a play I think that's right. the greatest catch then Adam Jones number, th- number that three was one, yeah, that was an ass well, situation I, but I had a better catch in Pittsburgh they I had a better catch in Seattle too but you, you didn't have USA across your I didn't chest. have USA, USA across yeah. your chest that's why I represent a completely different thing and there's a picture of it where it's 619 I'm from, from yeah, San Diego yeah, yeah. Uh, I had my family there like the, the, that whole everything about that whole catch the run the, everything about the emotional it was about a minute of just emotion was, was probably one of the highlights of my I love career. it you get me jacked up for the WBC oh yeah me too I'm, I'm just like alright thanks man alright good stuff from Adam now the WBC manager for Team USA Mark DeRosa. I don't know like, when you talk about the WBC. I talked to when I was talking to Adam about this. When I was covering initially, it was like, oh, sort of, okay, we'll try to get guys, but guys are getting hurt. And then there was this feeling like, oh, maybe I don't want to play. But now it seems like guys, obviously, by your team. Is it? Is, could you relate to that? How far this has come? One hundred percent. I've spoken on that quite a bit. I felt like in two thousand nine, when I was a part of it. The first time, it took us a minute to come together as a team. I remember specifically David Wright getting a base hit against Puerto Rico, and we all rushed the field, and it kind of like felt like we became a team at that moment. We ran into a buzzsaw with Japan when we got to L.A., but in talking to... Siler, who's the head of, of USA Baseball, he said that that is the that is the overriding goal, right? To get them to understand that this is a competition, not an exhibition. The emotion. I mean, you just talk about the emotion, right? This is one of the things when we we can talk about, we can pull up the stats about pitchers getting hurt, blah blah blah, like we did with you know, I, for me, it was going back to Dice K and those guys. Yeah. But then you get in the middle of it, and I would have this argument with Alice Cora when he was a GM of Puerto Rico. We get in the middle of it, and then you just have that emotion that you're talking about. I mean, this, that is a, like a thing that is, 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 I don't think that we get, that I don't think maybe that people understand until you're in the middle of it. Yeah, I think for me that that is the biggest thing, how important it is to represent your country, how much passion some of the other, other countries have for the game and, and love for the game. Um, you know, as a, as a minor league farmhand for the Braves, I, I played in Venezuela a couple of years. I understood, like, kind of their love affair with the game and, and kind of 
playing over there and playing overseas. So I get it. It's going to be intense, and it's it, it's it's built. It's been building um, from '06. So many so many teams have got, especially from the U.S. side, to kind of feel that kind of that groundswell of, of passion and want to represent your country. I also think uh, a lot of guys on the roster wanted to get a chance to be around Mike Trout. <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, was that like? It, it, no pun intended. Was that like that the big fish in terms of getting yeah, guys no in? Doubt. Yeah, no yeah. Doubt. And, and I think that led to uh, you know, kind of him wanting to play with Bryce Harper, that kind of parallel career track. And then and Bryce obviously had to uh, had to bow out because of, of surgery. But Harp led to Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts leads to someone else, and, and just those guys. It's about the players at the end of the day. Yeah, it's about them want, wanting to be a part of it and wanting to. Uh, kind of remove themselves from their parent club for a month and, and get after it. Our credo is baseballs and boring, right? So this is this is the whole thing. I get the t-shirts, I'll get one to you. Mike Lowell was supposed to get one to you. I guess he failed miserably. <laughs> but I uh, was just texting him. Um, but with a passion, do you think, and we've had this conversation for the last few months, do you think that baseball is getting there in that regards in terms of maybe players understanding you can let your guard down a little bit um, and maybe it started with them wanting them wear the whatever cleats they wanted. I don't know. Yeah, it's like what's important, right? Yeah. You want, yeah. I, I, I still will always err on the side of, I mean, having fun but showing a respect for the yeah. opponent. So I do, I, I do believe that. Um, yeah, I have a 13-year-old son who, who con- consumes the game completely different than I did. Really? And oh, yeah. I mean, I was grew up grew up in the Northeast. Seven o'clock. I'm watching the Yanks. Yeah. I'm watching every pitch, and I'm dissecting why and how and where. And he's getting Snapchat blasts of you know home run celebrations, and that stuff's important. So how do you connect on that level, right? You still want him to understand the fundamental part of the game. Game, and there's a strategy to it, but also the passion. I mean, the passion for it is. What I, I think. It, I think for me, it's like we come from an era of you got to earn that. Yeah. Earn that place. Yeah, yeah. And I still believe in that to a certain degree, but I also believe in how do how do you get these guys to be so comfortable quicker. Right, well, it's the rookie thing, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's no longer, and I've heard this a million times this year, that it's the days of putting the rookie in the corner and saying, you were not going to, like, we, there's Until more. Until we have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? right? We were just, we were just going in the corner, no yeah, matter yeah, what. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I, I yeah. think the days of, of kind of special, yeah, letting them be themselves until, until we have to change what we don't like about them. Well, one of the things was, and we used this example was, right, the interviews in the dugout, during the postseason, right? So now this is, or guys getting what mic'd up. There's some guys who don't like it, some guys and who some do. Some guys who can handle right. it, and but, it works. But, but the biggest thing, I think, and we, we had Joe Kelly on, and he said the biggest thing for him was that he, he's the guy who was doing it, he wasn't getting the side eye from the guy in the dugout, like, what are you doing? Like, it's understood that maybe we need to do such stuff. Yeah, that, that part of the game, I, I mean... I think it's awesome, especially the way I, I want to consume it, right? Take me inside and, and, and tell me what's inside the mind of the player at that given moment. Yeah, that stuff is all kind of expected, I would say. Guys 
want to be mic'd up. Guys want, like, the social media stuff's important. They know that now. They want to brand themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a completely different world. I, I remember it in 2007 um, when the iPhone came out. I say this all the time. We, we clinched. I was with the Cubs at the time. We clinched in 2007 in Cincinnati and went out to celebrate, and there were, we were being videoed. It's it's a completely different world. We're li- you know, it changed everything yeah. as opposed to clinching in 02 with the Braves, and uh, you could do whatever you wanted. Yeah. So it's just a, these this generation's grown up a different way. Well, listen, like between you and Adam, I'm, I'm fired up for it. Thank you. Good luck. We're all I, counting I, on you. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right. Great stuff from the manager. And now to another manager, the manager of Team Israel, former Major League All-Star second baseman, Ian Kinsler. So another another sort of thing about baseball, where it's going, which I think that you can appreciate, is is having a, a, a great clubhouse, a great clubhouse guys. This is my, one of my favorite topics, which I've talked about with Brock Holt and Mitch Moreland and yeah. Joe and all these guys, right? And to a man, like, and I just did it with Rich Hill just the other day. And so it was like, there is a value to it. Like, when you went through the run from Boston, there's a value to having the guys and not necessarily hey I'm going to get the guy with a 6 ERA who has a great spin rate right do, I mean do you think that that is where do you think that is and, and, and do you think it's is it cyclical is it going to come back because there is too many guys saying hey listen we need good clubhouse guys I think it still exists. Yeah. And I think it's people are still aware of it. Um, there's no statistic for it. That's the problem. Which makes it difficult <laughs> yeah. for some organizations that lean heavily on analytics. Mm. Um, but I do think there are organizations that understand the value of it. And I think baseball is in a very healthy, you know, it's in a healthy place compared to, you know, three years ago when free agency was very slow moving and the older guys were kind of getting run out and not getting contracts and, you know, the players were upset. Um, and then you look at today, we're standing in the winter meetings and there's all kinds of money going there. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. And the older players, I think, are, be, are still being valued. And I know, you know, you, you interviewed Brock and Joe and, yeah, yeah, and Mitch, uh, yeah, Mitch yeah. and all these guys, and I know exactly what they said, and they yeah. probably said the same thing I'm yeah. going to say, is that that's extremely important. Yeah. Um, and that's a player's perspective. And if you're a GM, if you're, a, you know, somebody that's responsible for roster construction, take it how you want it. But the players are saying that it's real. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you want to look for the guy with high spin rate, fine, but um, the, G- the general manager that listens and understands the player's point of view I think is going to be more successful so is that how you're going to run your team this yes a bunch of club, club. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do, you, do you have a good feel congratulations like, I mean this is a good thing man like yeah. this is it's exciting yeah it is just, I just had someone tell you're going to be, be a great major league manager yeah so but no but it's, 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 it's yeah something you want to do something you always thought you want, want to do uh, so Brad Osmus let me manage a game in 2017 in Detroit and the last game of the season, he made me a player manager and went and told the umpire. So I managed one game in the business. That's all my experience. There you go. Um, so we'll see what happens after this tournament. I have kids that are, you know, 11 and, and uh, 14. Yeah. And trying to stay in baseball for the next five, six years and seeing where I'm at then, you know, it's definitely a possibility. I'm not going to say no to it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say yes to it. It's, you know, we'll see We'll see what happens. A lot, of, a lot can change in a year. WBC, though, that's why like we're... WBC, 
Jeez. We're just talking about like with DeRosa, like this is what I love about it. And we said this, that when we first started this, it was like, who's going to get hurt? Yeah. Right? But now, but now everyone wants to play. Yeah. Now everyone wants to jump on the dugout. <laughs> now everyone wants to be like, hey, this is, this is, this is a cool thing. Yeah, it's a great, great event. Yeah. Uh, all the players are committing from whatever country that they're from. They're committing, they want to play, they want to be a part of it because the atmosphere is incredible. And it's a different style of baseball. And it's the best players in the world. So, you know, it's, it's definitely reflective of the World Cup of soccer. And, you know, it's such a good thing for baseball. And I think the players are finally getting on board. And it's great to see all the commitments and, and you know, superstars that are playing. It's just so good for the event. Well, good luck. We're all counting on you. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.